Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to My Songs Suck, the show where we listen to bad songs from good writers. I'm Alex Smith and I'm a musician. I'm James Keogh and I'm the friend of a musician. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to My Song Suck, another fantastic episode. I'm branding it fantastic before it's even begun because I know it is going to be. Joining me in the studio is Alex Smith, as always. Hello, that's me. And joining us is Asha Jeffries. Hello, that's me. The one and only. (laughs) It's so lovely to have you here. Thanks for having me. Oh, no worries. My absolute pleasure. Our pleasure. Yeah, thank you for making time. You... Do a lot of very cool things. You, know, you played at the Tivoli. You've recently released your uh, bad single. Sing my bad, bad, bad single. single. No, fuck. No. What, what have you done? Have what have you done? Bad kisses single. <laughs> single. No, uh, which is on full rotation in Triple J. Uh, this weekend, you're you're opening for Dallas Green, City in Color. I am. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, Hold yourself together. Your new EP came out in February. Yeah. And I don't know whether I misunderstood it. But you were on a TED talk in Sydney, right? Like a Sydney oh, TED TEDx. I I went to a Sydney TEDx talk, um, and I I performed at one. Oh, cool! That's fucking yeah. cool yeah, as nice. hell. It that's was really, really sick. cool. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. Now that's all your kind of musical accomplishments. Who are you? Recently, recent musical accomplishments. Yeah. You know, plus a whole host of others. Who are you outside of that? Who's the real Asher Jeffries? Um, yeah, nothing different. I'm exactly <laughs> who I am. <laughs> Just all claim, all of all the fame. Totally. Uh huh. No. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of different. Um. I just chill out when nice. I'm not busy, and then there's a snake that lives in my um my courtyard. A snake? Yeah. There's this ah the cat's crawling. Um, oh no! Sorry, there's a cat. Fifi, the podcast cat, is in the studio. It's okay. Causing, causing I was riot. I was kind of like drawing the cat in, so <laughs> it's my fault. Um, no, but there's a there's a snake that like lives in my courtyard, and I take photos of that. And um, I really awesome. like whiskey. I don't know. What, what do you guys? What do you <laughs> no, want to know? No, that's good. I just I, wanted I to know what say, your favorite alcohol was. Who are you? Was a big question to throw at. <laughs> hey, someone. look, you know, got to ask the hard hitting questions. True. Uh, uh, Ashley, you've brought a song. Uh, to us, yeah, a, uh, an old song. When was this song written? I wrote the song right after I graduated high school, so that was in 2016, I think. Yeah, it was cool. So, like, what three years ago now? Yeah, three years ago. Nice, it is called Backyard Love. Yeah, very like, cool. We were put into uh, a unique position where we were given two songs to choose yeah. from. <laughs> I know that, that should be like known that I like emailed you guys mm. two. So, like songs that sucked yeah. and i was like can you please choose which one sucks more <laughs> it was a hard choice to make Norm- normally the guest only brings one so we just right. have to be like all right let's talk about this whereas you had to like yeah. intentionally yeah. choose and think about which one sucked more exactly not, not used to like bringing down the hammer on these kind of things no, right whatever it. choice we make like i felt like there was maybe a correct answer like you were gonna be like this is the real test like <laughs> one of these songs is great and it's like no My- no but they were both uh i feel like 
I like backyard love more, but I mm. think it sucks more as well. Ooh, so I'm okay. glad we're talking about it. All right, cool. And there is a lot to talk about. Um, why don't we dive in? Is there anything you kind of want to sort of say before we listen to the song for the audience to like bear in mind any kind of context stuff? Any sort of, you know, before you listen? Um, it's a song I wanted to write about just like a high school relationship that totally sucks, <laughs> but like you romanticize it so much. Mm. Sick. Yeah. All right, let's take a listen to Backyard Love. Clary Brown and Vincent Waters fell very much in love. Not because they liked each other, they just couldn't find anyone else. Why slippery slopes? Fascination overload, dependency that always grows, the bigger the heart feels. Clary Brown had luscious long locks, but a big horrific nose. While Vincent passed as a six out of ten, if only his legs would grow, but fears always subsidized. On the walls come down over time Let each other in inside And quietly freak out But it wasn't all glory And make-out sessions Vincent had a peculiar trait That soon turned into an obsession Of thinking that he wasn't well-liked by Clary's friends and her best friend Mike Oh, you could have heard last week's fight From down the street in North Manly One day Clary was angry Of always feeling in the wrong So she ended up kissing a bloke with facial hair And didn't tell anyone She cried all day at home She'd never felt this so much alone And I always forget these lyrics cause they're pretty dumb The months went by As sadness filled in Clary's eyes While Vincent grew a pretty impressive moustache The nights were long is Clary just couldn't find the right words And he argued about her attitude And he sounded like her father Sometimes he felt pitied He wanted her to tell him he was witty And this is pretty silly considering We've got a HP exam in the morning Ah, oh, Clary hated life in the guts She wanted to have some trust And young Vincent, but he kept bringing it up About her parents' behaviour And how the universe can't save you And how Kale has no health benefits at all Ah, she wanted to be set free Oh, I'm so trapped, how could love make you want to be anything But by your side Graduation Vincent can fate them a more uncomfortable occasion As his parents ask Clary, what are you doing after school? 
I'm not quite sure I might go to Canada Mr. Waters, have you been to Alaska? Vincent's heart melted in an instant He was so very committed to Clary But she had other places and plans and things in mind Clary thought if he hadn't have gone so overboard And made her feel like love was a weekend chore Then she would have found the reasons to stay The reasons to stay in the same backyard love Where high school dreams are made of But still with the same realness of your parents being there to interrupt I think Vincent will find a nice young lady She's gotta forgive herself, that girl Clary It was just some old backyard love I some old teenage backyard love Some teenage backyard love Some teenage backyard love Probably in a trampoline Some old teenage backyard love some teenage backyard life It was just some backyard love And that was backyard love <laughs> <laughs> I Often we are presented with songs that the guests feel suck mm. And more often than not I usually feel like we're like that one didn't suck yeah. But it's not about what we think. Mm. Why do you feel that this song sucks? Um, look. <laughs> I think, like, you can have a really good idea for a song. Yeah. Um, and you can, like, have a really good, like, idea of what, like, feeling you want to project. Mm. But I felt like I was projecting way too much of, like, <laughs> <laughs> very deep personal, like, events that happened to me. Sure. And, like, trying to make it general. Um, and it was just like, it was pretty much just like a diary entry to myself of like the stuff that I was like wanting to talk about. And mm. I probably should have, well, no, I just, it feels like a big journal entry and mm. not a really like coherent song for anyone else to listen to. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it obviously, you know, is this very specific telling of a series of events. So specific. Um, but I think there are some, you know, there is broadness to it. There is honesty to it that I think resonates with um, people outside of that story. You know, like in the minutia of it being this teenage love story, there's a line about like with the always with the risk of the parents walking in, although, you know, with the parents being around to break it up or whatever. Like yeah. I feel like a lot of, you know, high schoolers have, have been through that kind of stuff of just like a high school relationship. You know? Yeah, I totally. think like if the core of it is a high school relationship, then it, it hits that really well. And like the, you know, we have a HBU class. Yeah, yeah. Test yeah. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I think like the main kind of intention for the song was to like talk about how like, there's like one line in the song that I really like that's like, it made her feel like love was a weekend chore. Yeah. Mm. Which is like probably like the main theme of the song. Mm. That like when you're in high school and you're in, you're in a relationship, you shouldn't feel like you have to be in that relationship. Yeah. 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 Where sure. like a lot of teenagers like find themselves stuck. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Are you, would you describe yourself as a, as a Bob Dylan fan at all? I haven't like gotten nitty gritty into Bob Dylan, yeah. mm. but um, are you going to make a comparison? I was going to say just big Dylan vibes here. Like, yeah, a bit like, of influence. Yeah, really strong like storytelling mm. over 
you know, it was just like, this is like the, the vibe of the song and it was all about the lyrics and like the way you were, kind of like the way you were singing that like, na, 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 Yeah, right. I think it's a Paul Kelly like influence. Ooh, true, true. Nice. It's the same like chords as how to make gravy. Oh, for <laughs> like, real? Just so you know. Nice, little Easter egg. Yes. <laughs> little uh, homage to how to make gravy. Very cool. Exactly. So <laughs> look, like really like Australian storytelling yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Nice. Do you kind of have that a lot in your in your music like the australian sort of vibes and, and music do you take a lot of that as well is that I've, your main sort of influence i've never like written a song so australian and so like storytelling vibe mm. like that before um but yeah i do like to have like a lot of like aussie influence in the songs yeah, Sorry. we've got... Uh, Fifi's found a bag. Fifi's found a bag <laughs> and is playing with it. Speaking of um, pets in the background, uh, I thought I heard some dogs in this song. I don't know if I was Maybe just Maybe at like, the start. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, just listening back to it this time, I was like, is that some dogs? They're not my dogs. Oh, They're okay. probably the neighbour's dogs. Oh, wow. The place I was living at the time. Mm, what kind yeah. of recording uh, setup were you Just that was a phone recording. No way. Yeah, huh. pretty clear. Can I ask, like, where geographically it was because like to get the, the separation that you had on the voice and the guitar i was like where could this be well the guitar the guitar amp was quite far away and um, like i was just like my i my mouth was quite like close to my phone yeah, sure. like not that close but like it yeah. was like on the table and i was singing that explains it i thought it yeah. was an acoustic and no. i was like how is that sound happening <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be magical yeah <laughs> um listening to your your new stuff because I, I checked out your, your new EP. The, it's so different from this. Like uh, musically, what has... I think I went through like a lot of like um, de- developing of like what sound I wanted to yeah. like actually show people. Like from when I graduated mm. to like when I released the EP um, the start of this year. Mm. Um, how did you think it was different? I'm very curious. Um, well, I felt that... You know how people say there's the campfire test where if a song isn't good, not... <laughs> if everything so- else. Yeah, then yeah. it's like not a good song. But we live in an age now where the music technology itself is part of the songwriting process and it sounds more like this, the production side of things is part of your process like now. makes it. Yeah. yeah. Like you're writing more for a whole sound rather than just like these are the lyrics and this is like the accompanying music. Interesting. That's mm. so interesting to say that yeah. because all the songs for that EP were like written um, like just me in mm. like with my guitar yeah. and, and <laughs> like the whole entire like fuckery and like clusterfuck of like making that EP was like, all right, how do I get these songs the way I want them to? So it, sure. it, was, it was like that whole entire like, um, process of making the songs go from like just being fine on their own to mm. like having not like too much of a clusterfuck of like things around them mm. but like have the right type of production and yeah. like make the song well produced but also like a like a well well-rounded song at the same time yeah well it, it works all very well and it, it doesn't feel like anything is like outstaying its welcome or anything we're just like oh this is the one with the barry sax you know like it doesn't feel like anything's <laughs> just there as a gimmick it feels like everything is like supporting it in a very good way 
I definitely recommend this EP, by the way. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really good. I, I really <laughs> Thanks. enjoy it. You don't have to recommend it. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> like, you don't have to say that. I, I don't normally. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, I really enjoyed the, the final track, Hold Yourself Together. Thanks. I don't know why. It was just really good. It's like, a sad song. Yeah, oh, I like sad song. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the opening track as well. Oh, yeah. Chaos. Mm, Hold so Yourself Together is Chaos Part 2, but mm. it never got put on like oh, the track list. True. Oh. There you go. Very cool. I, um, sorry, Karen. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, because like, uh, Alex mentioned the ways in which uh, he heard you know, your songs evolve from this one to your current EP. Are there any other ways that you've intentionally sort of improved your music or things you've wanted to do with your music that you've kind of started to incorporate now that you hadn't back then? Yeah, I think I was a lot more open-minded back then when I was writing songs like mm. Backyard Love. Mm. And so I think I'm a lot more like intentional in my songwriting and how I want to write songs, cool. which is like good because it makes me focused on like the direction and the sound that I want to create. Mm. But it also like pigeonhole, I pigeonhole myself a little bit <laughs> as to like what I'm writing and like um, the contents and like the vibe of the song. Um, but yeah, I guess over time I've experienced like working in a lot of different studio environments with a lot of different like um, like engineers and producers and musicians mm. that like have their own like take and like versions of the songs. Sure, yeah. So it's been really <laughs> interesting to like navigate that mm. and like use their advice and their inspiration but also like have something to say as well. Yeah, yeah do you ever feel like it's like – I wrote this, it's kind of my baby. Why are these people, you know, do you ever feel like people try and take your songs in directions that you're not comfortable with? I think I only share my songs with people that I'm like comfortable with them, like ripping it apart. Okay. Yeah. But, um, who's like judgments you, you know, value. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, totally. But there are also some times where it's like, no, I don't want to hear anyone else's opinion. Yeah. yeah. I know it kind of sucks, but I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the vibe I like to take sometimes. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I had a point, but then that point was so good that my mind got blanked. Oh, <laughs> oh man. You, you say a thing. I remember my point, but sure I'll write thing. it down this time. <laughs> so you mentioned that this song, uh, Backyard Love, is a bit of a personal story. Oh, like the more I listen to it, the more I realize it's just like me projecting like <laughs> what I felt was like really like important um, when I was 17. Mm. Yeah. I had like just gotten out of like a high school relationship oh and the cat is on me again <laughs> oh no Fifi. fifi's not usually Where this uh, fifi going on today yeah fifi is feeling it she's, starstruck. Feeling she's it. starstruck asher jeffries is Look, in the room we've, we've met before yeah right you <laughs> so guys have like, a history you guys have, have a past history. yikes i remembered my question oh, oh please go, go ahead it. uh do you find now that you've been writing for a while that do you, do you have kind of like like recurring themes in your music do you feel that you're kind of writing towards some sort of place or you just kind of like i feel this so i'm writing this i feel this i'm writing this well normally the emotion that makes me want to write the most is kind of like when you feel like everything is falling to shit is mm. <laughs> kind of like a very like inspiring um place to write from because yeah i kind of you just like accept everything that's happening and, and you decide to talk about it and like a lot of songs that I like I like to write are about like everything mm. and how they all like connect to each other mm. um but like lately I've been trying to like actually 
follow a songwriting process where I write about like things that happen and like, yeah. um, and I don't know. I've realized like how how sporadic my writing used to be and like <laughs> how just like really really random it was and it was just like a combustion of words that like made me feel a certain way. Mm. Um, but like over the years, it's just been about like putting more clarity and like more like a wider view onto that to like make people like have. Um, some sort of understanding of my combustion of feelings. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make yeah. it a legible combustion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How long have you been writing for? Um, I started writing when I was about um, 11. Wow. Damn. And I was playing guitar and singing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just what, what were your 11-year-old songs about? What? Spinning around, spinning around on a red chest. Nice. That's Rolling actually good. Around, <laughs> rolling around on a blue bed. A little bit risky. Ooh. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. That's great. Yeah. Why is that so good? That's <laughs> annoying. <laughs> God damn. Uh, it was just one, one chord. It was a D chord the whole entire time. Yeah, mm. nice. Yeah. There you go. From the start, just... From the get go, so Boom. good. You got hooks, yeah. Um, and you I mean, like red red chair is a, the <laughs> rolling, the spinning around in red chair is a hook. I it's a good. Should I go back to it? Yeah, I love it. That's good. And look, if if Kylie Minogue can have a banger hit about spinning around, then like anyone can. Yeah, exactly. So true. How come? Sorry, no, you go. I love you to bits. <laughs> How come uh, you didn't use this on the EP? How come you didn't? Because sometimes we abandon songs. Sometimes we're like, there's... How come you didn't hang on to this one? Backyard Love? Yeah. This gets so fucking long. It goes yeah, forever. That's the point. <laughs> well, I, we did record it. Like, mm. um, yeah, I recorded it like the like maybe a couple months after with a friend mm. um, in his like, like studio room. Um but it was just so long and I was playing it so slowly because I mm. wanted to like really project the lyrics. Mm. Um, Get that teen angst in there. You know, yeah. really feel it. Really feel it. Uh, but it's just such a fucking long song. <laughs> yeah. It's quite long. But like, I, I, I never felt like it overstayed its welcome. I mm. think, I don't know, because of the two songs I picked, I liked this one better. Yeah, I, right. I picked it because I thought it would be good to talk about, mm. and I wanted yeah, to yeah. talk about it, and I, I liked it. <laughs> but like, I don't know, I I really like this. I think it's good story, and the 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 specificity that that you <laughs> said that you didn't like about it. I think because it's not my life, and I hadn't met you in person before today, I was just like, oh, that's so true. It's just like that, and I think that mm. yeah, be like being so specific means that people who have been through similar things can be like, that's exactly it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I, like, did show it to friends at the time that, like, really, like, it really resonated with them as well. Yeah. Mm. And they felt, like, nostalgic about, like, teen relationships that they'd mm. been in as well. Yeah. Do yeah. you think this this song has a life moving forward if you, you know, change it or whatever? Is there any way that this song could exist, like, now for you? Um, I feel like people have a really short attention span. <laughs> Fair enough. Because, um, yeah. like, I do as well. Mm. But... I th I think I also at the same time I'd really would like to share it, um, yeah. In a in a different setting one day, I think we we even tried to like cut some of the lyrics out, but they're all just like they all work yeah. together, making their own messiness in its own sure, way. Sure, yeah. yeah, and contributing to the story, sort of. Yeah, when it's like it's such a sequential story or something like that, it's kind of like hard to pick out a chunk and then just throw it away and have exactly. it you know still be cohesive. 
Exactly. There's like like 10 verses in it. It's just like <laughs> yeah. 10 lines of verses. <laughs> Can I ask where Clary Brown and Vincent Waters, the names came from? Because I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you mean Clary Brown and the Rock and Rackets or Vincent Waters, the, the bishop from 1945. Because <laughs> I was just like, maybe this is some sort huh. of thing. I was like, no, nah, probably not these people. <laughs> but um, Dang. Yeah. Um, there's nice names that I thought of. Yeah, yeah okay. nice <laughs> names. Yeah, I, I really like those names, Clary and Vincent Waters. <laughs> I do like them. That's good, because because b- before I realized that it wasn't these people, I was just like, because you said like Clary's got like a big nose, and I was like, man, that's harsh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. think this person's nose is that. Big. Come for Clary like that. My gosh, this is a True. slam. This is True. a True. takedown of Clary. It's just like a slam song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh. One thing I kind of wanted to circle back on because you mentioned you're mostly writing stuff about. Or you get the most inspiration when kind of the world is crashing down. Yeah. Like there's all chaos and stuff. But it's interesting because in that sort of scenario, most people tend to like retreat, right? And most people tend to like be their least creative. And like be inward. Exactly. Yeah. What about that particular scenario evokes a creative sort of thing in you? I think because it like when so many things like stimulate such intense emotions within you, like – it really like makes me feel the need to express mm. instead of just like bottling it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it really takes like uh, a good chunk of time and um, I guess like analyzing and thinking about how I'm feeling to like be able to reflect on it and then True, write about yeah. it. Yeah. And I feel like writing a song also brings out a lot of reflection as well. Mm. Yeah. So I think it's like just a bit of like therapy for myself. <laughs> it's very, very self-indulgent. Cool. Well, yeah. You, you mentioned that this was like very much like a diary entry and yeah. like songs often are. Like if, you, if you're feeling so much, you got to like pop the cap and just like let some pop of the pressure it. out. Pop it. <laughs> pop yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> totally. No, I realize like how self-indulgent it is just to like <laughs> give yourself therapy and then sell it on the internet for people <laughs> to listen to and give you money for like it's so weird. hey if you can monetize your panic and your fear why not like why not yeah yeah Come and, on. and then there's those people who like feeling the same and they can be like damn this helps feel yeah i hope so yeah. that, that's what i i do to make me not feel bad about writing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like people are getting stuff out of it yeah well. you have been writing and playing since you're 11 you're a child prodigy uh, oh, you reckon? <laughs> I mean, like, I wasn't doing anything when I was 11. I was, buddy, not working, not doing anything. Wasn't paying rent. What was I doing at 11? What is this tangent? Wait, no. you weren't paying rent at 11? Nah, I was a real slack. Slacker. Slacker. Um, but has music always been the path? Have you always wanted to do, like, music and have that go on to be your thing? Yeah, yeah. When I was about um, 10, or even before that, I just really wanted to be a pop star. Cool. Like I wanted to be Hilary Duff. Who doesn't? Am I right? Um, You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember just like um, having like a hairbrush and like talking to myself in the mirror, asking myself like interview questions. (laughs) And like my dad walked in and I was like, "Ah." (laughs) (laughs) and I just remember that really embarrassing um, childhood moment. Um, Yeah. I just really wanted to be a pop star. And uh, I was like, you know, I, if I want to be a pop star, I have to start writing my own songs because that's what pop stars do. That's true. Um, so I just started writing a lot and picked up the guitar, started singing. I was always singing. Mm. Um, and then it all just kind of came together and then just like performed to everyone. And um, yeah, it was like a very like 
ever since then, it's always just been like, well, duh, I just yeah. do the music thing, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And so, and you have your like parents and your family, they've all been like super, like have they been supportive with that kind of stuff? Yeah, they've always like accepted and like been very supportive of like me being a, a performer, nice. yeah, a musician. Yeah. That's awesome. We, you mentioned briefly Paul Kelly. Yeah. Um, Bob Dylan is not an influence. But who not really. are your influence? He's off the list. Bob Dylan. <laughs> Bob Dylan, you are not my influence. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I listened to a lot of Australian artists growing up, like Missy Higgins um, and Powderfinger. Oh, no. Um, and, you know, like Paul Kelly. Um, yeah, and like I guess like in later days, like recently I listened to a lot of like Al- – do you know guys know Alex Cameron? Alex Cameron. He's this really familiar. cool, like Australian, but he's like he lives in Europe now, and he oh cool. He's just like a very satirical um, songwriter. Nice. Um, and I don't know, like a lot of Matt Corvey and mm. just Australian songwriters. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Why? How is there a reason that you've been like Australian songwriters and not like branching out to like the UK or, or America or any other places? Or? I think I connect to the music a lot better. Also, I find it more inspiring, like, oh, if this Australian songwriter does this and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I, th- I think I find it quite influential. Mm. That's cool. Mm. Nice. You've got yourself a tour coming up, do you not? Ooh, I do. I d- actually just played the first show of the tour. Oh, fantastic. Um, in Sydney um, on Saturday night. How'd that go? It was really nice. Yeah, my nana was there. No way. Yeah, she lives in Sydney. My mum was there too. Um, oh, that's awesome. She works in Sydney. So it was really special and yeah. nice. And there was like a fortune teller like machine and I got my fortune told. Ooh, what, did it say? what did it say? Yeah, what's going to happen? It told me not to judge people. That's it not was, a fortune. That's it was just more good advice. advice. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> don't judge the advice, Alex. That's oh, wait. So true. <laughs> Damn. Maybe it's like don't judge people or a terrible fate will before you. Maybe it it's subtext. wasn't threatening, but... <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's like, don't judge people or bad fortunes. And so it's like, oh, that's... Oh, I can't oh, judge it. Oh, it. dang it. They oh, got me with the loophole. True. Yeah. Again. 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 These bad fortune tellers <laughs> keep getting me. That's very exciting. I didn't know that fortune telling machines were like still around. I thought they only existed in Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> no, well, it was broken. So I actually didn't have any cash. So I had to ask like someone... <laughs> I knew them. I knew them. I had to ask a friend for uh, like two dollars. It was two dollars as well. What? And then I put the money in, and then it, nothing came out. So we had to get someone who worked there to actually pull out a piece of paper. So just for write us. a write a fortune. <laughs> to write their own. Yeah, yeah. I wish you get to make your better. own fortune now. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you, yeah. That's Maybe the best that gift was of the all. message all along. Wow. There wow. was never any fortunes in the machine. It was you got to make your own fortunes. Wow. I'm inspired. This I'm is inspired good. too, yeah. This is good stuff. How How is touring life? Yes. I'm fascinated by the concept of tour life. Um, Well, it's not really tour- touring life. It's kind of just like playing shows on the weekend. I think Fair. like people have this whole entire like idea of touring culture where you're in a van and you go from city to city. And mm. I'm sure you do like, you know, like in other countries, mm. but Australia is so big that yeah. you just go back and forth. Um, but it's it's really it's really cool and it's nice to like be um, to to leave Brisbane and go play shows in other cities. It's very nerve wracking. Mm. But I'd I'd people come to the show on Saturday that had seen me at like past shows that I'd played in Sydney over the last couple of months, which oh, wow. was like really really nice. Like yeah. and you're like oh okay, right this this is why I I play shows because 
because then I can play more shows. Mm. Yeah, yeah mm. it all made sense to me. Yeah, that's awesome. That's mm. so cool. I must say, you you have an incredible, like, because you have, uh, occasionally we'll, we'll be like, you're quite successful. And mm. the guests are like, nah, it's <laughs> a state of mind. But you, you seem to have gotten quite successful. Um, and <laughs> you, you, you seem to be, I, I occasionally get very starstruck when I talk to guests and I'm trying not to lose it. Um, but we're very glad you're on the show. Oh, thanks um, for having me. Oh, always thank you for making time. Um, but you still seem to be incredibly down to earth and like you have a great work ethic and like talking about this um, song, uh, I was like, why isn't it on it? And you were just like, oh, it was, you know, it's too long. And so I snipped it. Whereas some people would just be like, I polished it up and put it on. And like, have you found that you've always just like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a pop star. So I picked up a guitar and started writing songs. It was like, <laughs> I know, it's so efficient, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I was that efficient now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but like, have you, have you found that, yeah, that, you, that you've always been like, this is what I need to do and now I will do it. Like, do you kind of break down big dreams into smaller bricks to achieve them or? Yeah, I, um, I was, I've always been very determined mm. um, as a child and teenager to become a musician. Mm. Um, I think like at this stage, I'm more determined to like be happy and like feel good within myself and play music at the same time. Cool. Like it doesn't necessarily like what I'm determined to do and how I'm determined to feel isn't necessarily like, successful. Yeah. I don't know. I, th I feel like like my, um, yeah, my understanding of success has definitely changed since I was like 11 years old where I was like, well, sure. I got to make money and I'm going to do all these, I'm going to be famous. You'll like, be the new Hillary Duff. Yeah, I'm going to be the new Hillary <laughs> Duff. Like I just feel like um, I'm more working towards like, you know, having a, a stable, like secure career. Mm -hmm. um, doing the thing you love. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like not really... I'm making sure like I'm doing it for me and doing it at my own pace. Totally. Yeah. Was there like a moment where, <coughs> excuse me, was there a moment where you realized it was sort of, it was real, it was happening? Like this sort of ambition that you'd had since you were 11 was becoming this like reality that was, that was happening to you? It's always linear. Like it's, I mean, it's not linear. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. It's always like never linear, like this mm. kind of career. And it, like it, you always feel like you're building into like a, a more developed and like, um, nicer hopefully artist but like yeah I think I probably felt more successful when I was like 16 years old <laughs> than I do now I think just because like you when you get like opportunities like oh I got like great um opportunities and like recorded like music mm. um for the first time when I was like 15 mm. and was just like so grateful and like overwhelmed by it. But like yeah. now it's just another thing. Yeah. Sure, um, sure. So you kind of, you become, um, yeah, more used to it in a way. Oh, I know I'm making this sound so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it all just fades into the background. It's fine. Like, you kind of feel like, like you're moving your own goalposts of like what it means to like achieve. So you're like, okay, well that's like a given now. Or like, yeah, I play tours now. And like you kind of like bump it up so that you're always kind of striving. Um, yeah, in a way, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm trying to think about it, like, because you're making a very good point. Um, I, yeah, I definitely like the goal after I left high school was to tour and I did. Yeah. Um, and I guess like it, the, I've, I've just kind of realized that like the goal is to 
like do things at my own pace more now mm. um, and to like just be grateful for where I am and like I, I don't feel any rush to like make um, an album or mm. like make um, like another set of work until I'm like really ready or like yeah. really happy and proud of it. Like I'd just rather be like happy and proud of like where – I'm going instead of like just like putting it out or like going on yeah. a tour. Oh, that's really um, cool. Yeah, because you see a lot of artists who are just like, I need to stay. I need this and yeah. I need that and I need this. Absolutely. And I need to stay relevant because, you know, otherwise people will, you know, forget me or, you know, I haven't released anything in a certain amount of time. Therefore, I'm not, you know, successful, blah, blah, blah. But it seems like you're really uh, content and like confident in what you're doing and who you are, which is super cool. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I just, <laughs> I want to focus on enjoying it because it's so easy to get stressed out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Stop and smell the roses. Totally. There's a lot of roses to smell. A lot of roses. A lot of roses. Gosh. It's a big garden. <laughs> <laughs> have you, uh, I guess, what, what challenges have you faced that you weren't like expecting to face? Um, I think like a lot of self-doubt. Ooh. I think I was like a lot of, I was very determined or like, you know, you're quite, or I was at least like a lot, very confident um, when I was young mm. to, you know, to pursue like a career like this mm. um, and like going through high school and, um, you know, going through waves of like developing and having lots of like people on my side and then like, you know, like moving on and doing more like solo projects. Um, yeah, I guess I've just like had to really push myself to keep believing in myself and, you know, not be too hard on myself at times. Mm. Um, and, yeah, like, be my biggest, like, believer of my music. Yeah, cool. Because yeah. it's so easy to be your your own worst critic, really. Like, totally. just to be like, this all sucks. I'm going to go become a janitor somewhere. Totally. <laughs> you know? This know. is the end. <laughs> right. You know? I don't know why it's musician and then just like <laughs> janitor. janitor is my second choice. <laughs> I'm going to go to janitor school. And I love really cleaning. Excel. Who doesn't? Hey. Am I right? Yeah. This feels like a jab at me because I, oh, okay. <laughs> I clean floors for it's, a living. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, I, I thought James was like, like pretty like therapeutic actually. I, I do a lot of thinking in <laughs> yeah, the mornings. It's would. like the, the gardens where you're like raking the um, sand and it's um, yeah. meditation. I just didn't want it to sound like I was laughing at any janitors. I was laughing because I thought James was like, you know, say you become like, I don't know, a janitor. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry, Alex. I didn't, like, dude, what the fuck? I, I'm didn't, right here. I didn't mean it as a slant. I'm sorry. No, you're all good. <laughs> sorry. Any, any hurt feelings? We'll talk about Do this Do we later. need to work <laughs> this out? After the podcast. No, <laughs> I just didn't want any janitors listening to think that I was oh, like, ha fuck janitors. <laughs> yeah, if you're a janitor out there, we That's love cool. what you're doing. Yeah, it's yeah we cool. really need you. Legit, 100%. Also, does anyone call it a janitor? Is that like an American I thing? I think it's more of an American thing. I think I was just struggling to find a word, an occupation. I it, like In my mind, immediately, cleaner. I was like, librarian. That's <laughs> a cool, but that's a... Like, but that would be pretty sick. That would be so fun. How do you get into being a librarian? There is like a... I've looked into... There are so This is like my full-on like, if everything, if nothing pans out, screw it. My screw it job yeah. is I'm just going to be a librarian. My, and my so friend I've, went to TAFE for librarian. Yeah, you can go and get your librarian like certificate and stuff. It'd right. be cool. You sit around, you do some reading. He works in the biggest library in London now. Oh, wow. that's so cool. That's actually really cool. He's deeply happy. Deeply. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 and his, his wife is uh, an actress in the London Acting Academy. Oh, my goodness. They've cool. got it all made. Yeah. It's incredible. It's all gone. Gone well. He doesn't listen to the show, so I won't give him a <laughs> shout out, but it's implied. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to him. Um, but I mean, like, just in in terms of like, 
what your screw it, I'm just going to do this job would be, if not music, what would you do? I never had a plan B. Hmm. Cool. Um, I respect that. That's good. I just was so young and determined that like it never really made a plan B. Mm. Um, and there hasn't been, there hasn't been too much of a time as of yet that I've had to think about a plan B, which sure, has also yeah. been nice. Absolutely. Um, but I like, I definitely am, would really much consider and like would love to as of much, just like not even <laughs> English. I, I think as much as I love performing and being a musician and touring, I think it'd just be really cool to like be a songwriter sure. um, and do like a lot of writing um, and yeah, like make, make a, a career of that, which I don't know if that's harder right, <laughs> or easier, yeah. but we just like a definitely a very different part of like the music world that I'd like totally consider being more a part of instead yeah. of like so much live performing. Well, that's how Sia started, wasn't it? She was like writing songs for people. I feel like yeah. she was like her own musician in Melbourne for like a very long time and released some albums. And then, oh, I don't know. I think and then, she was. And then she be, she like got more into songwriting and yeah. became, is someone Googling it? It's okay. Uh, no, I, I'm getting a phone call and I don't want it to like the vibrations to uh, mess with the mic. Uh, um, but I think she wrote songs for Rihanna, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she's that, she's yeah. like yeah. became an yeah. incredibly like successful songwriter. And then mm. she was like, I'm, I'm going to do this myself. And I, I thought that she went to America because Australia wasn't nurturing her and then she made it big in America and then Australia were like we love her we've always loved her she had some like really like pretty big hits in Australia before mm. she started writing for pop stars I'm pretty sure nice. you know that song ah. it's like clap your hands clap oh, your hands yep 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 no clap your hands it's good it's good yeah that's Sia like pre pop star nice that's good Sia it's still good, good that's good like shit. some good genuine Sia. Yeah. I'm digging it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> a weird tangent to go on. <laughs> Sia, if you're listening, off on the show. We'd love you. Yeah, we'd love to have you. I want to get the Veronicas on. I want to get the Veronicas. <laughs> want to get should we just go through our like go through dream it. list? Um, Later. We have limited time with you're this right. wonderful game. <laughs> you're right. I'm so sorry. Um It's cool. Is there anything you want to tell us about your new EP if you wanted to Well, I don't have a new EP. <laughs> But I just um. What about February? Oh, the February EP. Yeah, I thought yeah. you meant like there's an EP that's coming out. This is um, a reflection. Most recent. This is a reflection on my attitude that this year is rushing through my hands like sand, and 100%. February feels like last so week true. to me. Yeah. So, no, 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 I feel that as well. I'm sorry. Any reflections of the EP? Did you ask? Is that yeah. Well, I feel like our show is a bit unprofessional. So <laughs> if there's anything that you felt that <laughs> uh -huh. you didn't, that you hadn't spoken about in any other interviews that you wanted to talk about, it, that you could talk about it here. So nice of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the EP is just a collection of um, me being 17, 18 years old. And like I went through just as much of a journey <coughs> writing those songs as I did recording and producing them and um, getting like how how I was feeling and then projecting that onto the songs and like making it all come together. Yeah, mm. it was a, yeah. a really big process like um, – yeah, I remember this, the EP was just like four tracks long and mm. um, then it was kind of spoken about that um, maybe some like more songs should probably be added to it. 
as singles and then the singles came out before the EP did mm. um, and like which really like helped I think um, and then the EP tracks like actually like had some more work and massaging done to them mm. so it like taught me a lot about um, like persevering and like as much as I'm determined I'm also like very good at settling for less or at least <laughs> I have been like I'm like I, as much as like determined I am I'm very slack and I'm just good. like yeah that's fine that'll do good combo. <laughs> <laughs> um so like I had people pushing me to be like no Asha like you're great but you can do way better <laughs> so it was yeah good to like learn how to push myself as well yeah cool yeah do you have any awesome. do you have any tips on how to because it sounds like you have a very healthy kind of network of people who are supporting you to like do better. Do you have any tips, I guess, to attract that kind of people into your life and how to like reject the people who are kind of more content to like not put in the work? Yeah, well, I'm still learning about that that too. Like mm. I've definitely like had a not so great supportive network mm. um, mm. Than, than I have of like really supportive, great people. I think, um, I think you just have to be really... Um, cautious of the intention of why other people are sharing their opinions with you sure um and like whether what they're saying they're trying to like impose anything of you and i i feel like the people i trust the most people that don't you know they they like don't want me to or don't think i need to um exceed in any career Mm. they're like yeah i feel like the most supportive people like understanding and accept me for who I am yeah um and like finding people that really understand you and like want to emphasize you instead of like who they think you are and who you could yeah. become hmm. um yeah I think and just being like an honest person and being honest with yourself and other people like is a really good like way to like know when someone is like bullshitting yeah totally yeah, yeah it's a good kind of inner compass for that kind of stuff to know like to have that stuff align and know, yeah. Totally. Um, I have two more questions. Let them rip. Technically three, because do you have anything you want to plug? Is it? That's a question. But that's not my question. That's, that's the show's just the Is show's that a question? question? Is this a question itself right now? Ooh. This has Ooh. been a test. What is or isn't a question? Um, Good what, question. What do you oh. wish you knew when you started? Started that writing? Yeah, like all of us starting, like performing, singing. You did start at 11. So <laughs> maybe like when you when you... I guess when you're a bit older, but like what, yeah, what do you wish you knew before you started? Um, do exactly what you want to do. Um, and like your opinion matters the most. Cool. Is what I'd have to say. Mm, Yeah. Like you're your own CEO. Nice. You do the hard work. It's your shit. (laughs) It's your shit. It's your shit. Advice. Hashtag it's your shit. (laughs) Succinct. (laughs) I like that. Uh, Oh, the other one is advice to anyone starting. That's the same damn question, it's Alex. All, it's no. kind of the same question, isn't it? Damn. Wow. Well, I mean, I guess I had one question. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say, James? Uh, I think, I, you know, that's about covered it from me. Um, uh, I have the question, which is, do you have anything to plug? I don't know if we've, you know, covered that one. But yeah, do you have any upcoming stuff you want listeners to know about um, so that they can come along and uh, enjoy your music? Yeah, well, as much as I um, want to play that song that sucks at um, some live shows I'm playing, I probably won't. Mm, fair um, enough. Unless, you know, like someone really wants me to play it. If they start a chant in the audience of just like, backyard, backyard love, love, backyard, backyard love, love, would you do it? Maybe. 
Nice. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how I'm feeling. Mm. Um, but this weekend, um, I'm getting ready for a show uh, that we're playing at the Brisbane River Stage. Oh, man. Um, That's exciting. That's yeah. so I It was such an obvious thing that I was going to talk about that I kind of got to the end of the episode. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, and it blows awesome. my damn mind. Fucking Dallas Greens, City and Color. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy it's, damn. It's <laughs> really, it's going to be quite, um, yeah, mind blowing. That's yeah. so cool. I don't know so whether I'm nervous you. or excited about it. But I be just, both. True. I just always wanted to play the River Stage. Totally. And it just feels very strange that <laughs> yeah. that's happening right now. He says just stepping stone on the way. To, I always wanted to play the River Stage. And I, I guess if it's with Dallas Green, that's fine. But like, <laughs> I'm finally playing this venue. <laughs> it's a very good venue. I saw Lord at River Me Stage. Me too. I was there too. Oh, nice. It was great, hey? Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. Oh, Lord is amazing. I saw Ed Sheeran there. Oh, I nice. I saw yes. Missy Higgins and John Butler and the Waifs. And I saw the Kooks. Did River you? Stage. Yeah. Cool. So good. Um, I, oh, have you heard of, sorry, I'm just like, we're, no, I'm no, just no. like ranting about, yeah, totally. have you seen, do you know Porter Robinson? He's like more Ooh. of a kind of electronica kind of stuff. Sounds really familiar. Yeah. I saw him there. Um, I know the 1975 were there like a couple of days ago as they I was were? recording. Yeah. yeah. Cool as hell. Yeah. And you're going to be there. And so. you're going to be there. I'm so going to cool. play on that stage. Where they all Shit. stood. That's Shit. so cool. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Shit. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I'm so pumped for you. Ah. Ah. <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm looking forward to um being really freaked out on stage by the sound like i can just imagine how big the totally it's like it's gonna be on stage for all of us on there do you do the thing where like you have like earplugs that you have to wear when you're on stage because of the noise and stuff no no maybe that, maybe that's a good idea but like whenever i put in ears in i feel really drunk like, oh okay i get really spacey and i feel like off huh, interesting but um we're playing to backing tracks. I probably shouldn't say that. Oh, okay. Um, but we, we can cut it if you'd like. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> I think we'll, we were trying to make it subtle. So like no one peak. knew we were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it should be good. That's bro. awesome. What uh, day did you say that one? Yes. Uh, this Saturday. Saturday. Sorry, uh, the date of that one? Oh, it's um, uh, the 28th of September. So, oh, after you put out this. I think, yeah, this oh, episode no. will come out <laughs> post- that gig so you will have played river stage wow. when this episode is released wow. how was it how did it go yeah it was cool <laughs> oh good oh, yes. <laughs> good good um but you're, it's the fourth currently of october great as you're, of release you're constantly moving always doing things do you yes. have anything else that's coming out after the fourth of october so on the fourth of october i'm actually playing in melbourne um, oh, for the, the tour and then um, on the 26th I hope I got that right the 26th of October um, I have the Brisbane single launch Woo! at the Foundry at the Foundry that's so fucking cool man <laughs> <laughs> so cool that you're here <laughs> <laughs> Alex is getting a bit starstruck <laughs> I've, always, I've been starstruck the whole the time whole I'm time, just trying to keep right. my shit together <laughs> oh, we're glad to have you on the show yes um, that's that's plenty of plugging yeah absolutely um, do you have anything to plug alex smith i do i'm, I'm a musician called your man alex smith can I'm you say that with a bit more oomph? yeah just a bit need more a bit more oomph, oomph, please from, yeah. a bit I'm, more i'm a musician called your man alex <laughs> who smith. are you um, uh, who no. are you and you can find my music on bandcamp spotify and itunes Woo, your man alex smith Thank go you. check it out um you had a do you have anything recent to single called trigger 
Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Should go check it out because it's yeah. very good. Thank you. Uh, it's the third single from your upcoming album, Slow Burn. Thank you. I realize um, that we need to do our plugs first because when we get the guests <laughs> to plug first and then we play, it and sounds like we we're just, trying to make it that our plug is bigger, which is cool. Isn't I'm enjoying it. <laughs> it's, yeah. I like the idea of like, yeah, nice plugs. Anyway. All right, we'll mix it around next time. Next time right. we get a guest. Do you have anything to plug, James? Um, uh, Nothing much. Last time I plugged... <laughs> Last time I plugged my horse calendar review show, so yeah. I'm gonna plug that again on my ins- <laughs> wow. on my Instagram story uh, every month at the start of the month. So I have this horse calendar, and um, well, every month I want to share with my loyal followers what the new horse is, yeah. right? And so we reveal uh, what the new horse is. We we review have the you ever horse like at the peaked? month. Uh, like no, I've been up. I've gone in completely blind into this horse calendar, oh. um, and it's exciting discoveries all the way through this month, in particular, or I guess last month now had a bit of a cliffhanger. So um, <laughs> you're gonna want to tune into that at the James Keo. Uh, hop on in. That's K E H O E for Keo. Um, <laughs> it's a long plug, James. <laughs> it's longer than the rest of them. Oh my gosh! And uh, that's about it from me. I think I'm only mad because your plug is infinitely better than mine. <laughs> and I know it's getting more success. No, like, it's no, not. Sorry. Uh, hey, no one's competing here, guys. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. Anyway, so my horse calendar review is going to be <laughs> on River Stage. <laughs> and like, we're going to love, it's going to be great. No, um, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Thanks for having me. Ashley Jeffries, this has been fantastic. This and has been great. We're going to end it by listening to your new single, which is called Bad Kisser Yay. and not Bad Single. <laughs> I fucking wrote it down so I wouldn't fuck, fucking fuck it up. And I did it so bad. Bad kisser. Um, thank you so much for listening. Oh, man. Cheers, everyone. Uh, another great one in the bank. Uh, bad kisser. Bad, good single. Good single. Good bad single. Kisser. Bad kisser. Let's take a listen. With myself and you suck You never wanted to say goodbye Say hello, you're just high in a low sinking hammock You're coming up and you put on me down And I fucking love it I love it So maybe in a year or two Kisser to you Green grass fields and toxic chills You say you think of me for afternoons While I hit a bar confusion You said your girlfriend wouldn't mind It's not what I had in mind Maybe in a year or two Hey
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.